Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. It's Friday, February the 12th. We are covered in ice. And my God, it's winning cures everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And uh, and let me tell you, man, it is uh, it's cold outside. Just a little bit. So <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Are you having to go out in it much? Uh, a little bit, yeah, here and there. I had to go out and take uh, take the boy over to his grandmother's this morning. But uh but yeah, it's it's still cold. I know you've been out in it way more than I have. Yeah, I mean, I actually worked the last two days, but yep. you know, the roads were fine. Roads are roads aren't bad, which is yep. good. Um, the the everything else is frozen. I mean, the I take my wife's car because she's the only one that gets to stay in the garage, and my truck is <laughs> completely frozen. Oh yeah. Um, and then uh, and then also all the houses that I'm going into, you know, they don't have heat, they don't have you know anything yet, and uh, and measuring them, man, whoo, oh, it most is certainly. it is brutal, most certainly. So. Uh, you hear what's coming on Monday, right? Yeah, we're supposed to be a pretty weekend, cold, but pretty weekend. And Monday, we're getting you know predicted three to three to eight inches, three to five inches, something like that. Uh, somewhere in there, I know Sunday night is supposed to start, and we're gonna get like an inch or three, something like that. Yeah. And then Monday during the day, it's uh a three to five or no five to eight inches now. Um, and then. Like a, all I keep inches. thinking when people keep talking about the snow coming down are just little dick jokes. That's but this is the this is the brain inside of my head right now. Okay, I'm a 38 year old man, and when and when anybody says something between three and eight, all I think of is dicks. Is that weird? <laughs> no, no, it's not weird at all. I think it's a very rational thing for uh, for guys our age, right? I'm just I'm just a sophomore at heart. I never I never left the 10th grade, and that's just how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. I think there's a lot of guys our age that are just like that. I'm happy with it, by the way. I'm I'm happy being that guy. I'm okay being just a dude that just thinks of, you know, farts (laughs) are funny and penises are weird and funny and yeah. So, I mean, simple stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm excited that Beavis and Butthead is coming back pretty soon. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm anxious. Because I feel like it's not going to be Beavis and Butthead. It's going to be the new 2021 PC version of Beavis and Butthead, yeah. which I feel is going to be awful. <laughs> These guys on uh on, Because on they YouTube. would have never grown up, and no. they would have never became PC. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, McKinnon jumps in, happy Friday. Terry said, I worked all day in it yesterday. Uh, Taylor said, my girl is getting three to five inches this weekend. Uh, That's right. That's right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's my guy right there. Uh, I like it. Neil Pennington, of course, jumps in and laughs. Uh, Matt said, uh, give the ladies a plow and two. McKinnon said, uh, hell, gents, the high here in Kansas on Monday is zero to one degrees. Nice. That is terrifying. 
Um, nice. But yeah, I, it's it's cold. It's uh, hey, we're I gonna get a bunch ask of somebody. Snow. The guy in Kansas, Kansas right. got to be the worst place in the country to live, right? That's well, I mean, he's so he doesn't technically live there. So I would imagine he would think it's awful because he he typically lives in Missouri, right? I want to know about people who actually live in Kansas. I don't know that we have anybody that actually lives because because I kind of think that's got to be the because like not being from Mississippi, Mississippi's got to be the worst place in the country to live. But you know, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> our go, our Gulf our Gulf shores are nice. And, and, uh, you know, when you get close to the beach, it's not too bad. And then up here close to Memphis ain't too bad. Um, everywhere in the middle, pretty, pretty much exactly what you think of a Mississippi Delta, which is horrible. Yep. But Kansas, does it have like a mountain? I mean, I know it didn't have any beaches. Does it have a cool lake? No, no, I don't think so. Um, I don't, I don't think there's anything in Kansas. I think it's gotta be, gotta be the worst state. Gotta be the worst. Joseph said, uh, so you don't know it's going three, four, five. Take the blue pill. You'll be okay. Uh, Kansas is so flat, you can watch your dog run away for three days. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, you can't even hide from folks. Like, we got mountains. That, like, we don't have mountains. We have woods and, uh, and, and like, rivers and all kinds of stuff that we can kind of, you know, get away from and, and do some outdoorsy things. I don't really do those things. But, but like, people can, though. Like, yeah. in Kansas, there's just a wide-ass open field. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. flat and it's wide and there's no people. Well, I, I probably would like to know people the older I get, but no, I need some people. I yeah, need some people. I need things need to do, which is why you need people because yes. places don't go up if there's no people. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, we don't grow up. Be careful. They tried to bring back Saved by the Bell. That was a flop. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. I think all the bring back stuff, let it. This is this is that philosophy I have of I never want to meet my heroes. Like I never want to meet Tom Brady. I never want to meet David Ortiz. I don't I'm sure they're great people, but if they were mean to me or ugly to me or hurt me in any way emotionally, I'd just kill myself. There's no I worship these people for 20 years of my life. Yeah. I find yeah. out that they, they hate me. No, no, no. I just don't want to meet them. Just That's don't look behind that curtain. Interesting story before we get started with the actual sports talk. Um I so I used to not obsess. I just, the reason that I started as a singer was uh, Kevin, the singer for Candlebox, was like to me the most incredible singer. He had this fantastic voice, et cetera, et cetera. So, Candlebox, of course, 90 Seattle grunge band, they weren't like the best band out of all of them, but you know, that was my favorite band uh, uh, growing up through like my, my teen years or preteen year, whatever you want to call it. And we got to play a show with him years and years later. And that guy was such a prick to the rest of his bandmates that it absolutely turned me off of them for the rest of the... I guess I've never really thought about this. Um, but, yeah, I, I was just surprised. Like, you know, he I, I had met him once before, and he was super nice back before I had gotten my band to a level where we could actually play with them. Uh, but we played a festival with him, and, man, he was on something else. Like he, it, yeah, he was man. Just I mean, just harsh. don't, just don't me. I'm just a full believer of if someone told me, Hey, like you're, we're at a bar and Tom Brady's over there and he knows you're a fan. Somebody told him you were here and you were a big fan. He was like, come over. I don't know that I would. Yeah. I'd probably just send him a drink with a letter that said, thanks, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate everything you gave me for 20 years. Yeah. Matt said, uh, we saw him at the fair, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to meet him at the fair. That was a Mid-South fair back when they actually did music and whatnot. Uh, Casey said, dude from Queensryche has a great voice. That is true. 
Uh, McKinnon, uh, shit, yeah, it is. It's been, I've been stationed here for a year. Granted, I was in Korea for five months. Eastern part of Kansas is the Flint Hills, so it's like a big rolling hill. Uh, the wind makes it the worst. I was in the field this week, and my M4 literally froze over from muzzle to stock. Good Holy God. Uh, he said, between shots on the range, I had to wipe the ice off my optic to be able to see. That's insane. But uh, how do your eyeballs that, work? We have, like, liquid in our eyeballs that are that would freeze if that's happening. <laughs> Taylor like, said, like, obviously, hey. I don't know anything about biology, okay? <laughs> I, I'm not the guy to ask how any of this shit works in our human body, but I got to think if plastic is freezing, this liquid in my eyes would freeze as well, right? You'd have I to mean, you're going to so. turn up to like a like the weird-ass Gorilla Glue girl. What's, uh, hey, what, what was that movie? Uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. Christmas yeah. Vacation, uh, you know, they're out picking out their Christmas tree, their family Christmas tree, and his wife's like, uh, she can't speak right now like her tongues or her eyes are she can't see it clark her eyes are frozen (laughs) it's like well yeah that makes sense right taylor said lawrence kansas has one hill that they count uh they call mount o-red to give you an idea of how flat it is there um yeah i mean it's insane like it it, i i I would not want to live in kansas i I love kansas basketball kansas football but of course we gotta we have a soft spot in our uh in our hearts for less miles and whatnot yeah but he's but, a, uh, he's a transplant less less in from there there's I, I would imagine there's a lot of uh transplants he'll he'll be kansas, gone in right? five minutes so um let's see what else do we have when i worked in iowa they were proud of their one hill said terry uh casey wants to know when we're going to get you guys's first mock draft man it is Early February. I was at, so I, I actually started looking at draft stuff. Uh, it was either early this week or last weekend. Um, so yeah, the, the, my very, I'm talking very first look and I was looking offensive line. So that's, yeah. I'd tell you how early in I was is. Penesul. That's it. Penesul is the do. There you go. Nah, uh, Akbar jumped in. He said, let's get this. So let's go ahead right. and dive in. Um, so, oh, Taylor said Joe Mixon deleted his Twitter this morning. Uh, I'm worried. No, nah, don't don't be worried. I wouldn't be worried. Don't be worried. I wouldn't be worried. I think he's on a contract. I think he just signed an extension. I might be wrong. Sometimes he's still on his rookie deal, maybe. But but if he's listen, you're fine. We're fine. There you go. Running back is the one position I'm never worried at all. I would be very upset if Nick Chubb said I don't want to be a Brown anymore. But my, it wouldn't ruin my month. It would just ruin my day. Okay? Oh yeah. Running back is the one position I do not care about. Uh, let's see. McKinnon, I met Derek Jeter as a kid at a restaurant in Kansas City. He was a great dude. He and Jorge Posada were at Houston's, the restaurant. They gave me their autograph on a napkin. Now I have it framed. Um, let's see. Demian wants to know when we're doing the March Madness bracket. Well, that would be in March because yeah. March 14th is uh, is selection. We got Sunday. a whole month between where we are now and March. Yep. We have got a little while. Right? Uh, no, we don't. Yeah. No, we, yeah, we got. My geography, my, my timeline is off. No, no, no. It's February 12th today, and March yeah. 14th, this election's up. We've got a month. Okay, so we do have a full month. Yeah. I thought maybe we'd have like a couple of weeks. Right. Uh, Casey wants to know who's going to draft Najee Harris. I think Dolphins are charging. Man, I have no idea. I, I don't Casey, know if he's going first Casey, round or not. We're, we're early in off-season time. Yes. This is bullshit stuff. They hadn't even had a, a, a pro days pro in Alabama day, well, I think, didn't, didn't Clemson just have their Trevor, pro day? Trevor Lawrence had his today. But, but I don't that's, know if it was, I think that's the first one of the year. So we have no information yet. We're not getting any combines. So we're just we ease just up it. on real football. This is bullshit stuff that nobody cares about. If you're in for poops and giggles, come on in. There if you, you want legit hardcore football talk, you're probably not going to get it right now. Not, not at this moment, but we will get there. 
We'll get we'll there, yeah. Get there. There's nothing to give you. Uh, I'll tell you what there is to give you. Let's go ahead and, and jump into it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Texans. The Texans released J.J. Watt. He asked for a release. They said, that works for us. Have yeah. at it. Go do your thing. Now, obviously, there are all sorts of articles about where he could land, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, he could go to Green Bay, and he could go to the Steelers with his brothers, and he could da-da-da-da-da. Um, you know, I, he has underperformed his his current contract, I would say. Yeah, um, go ahead and sign him up. This is the... This is the deal, right? It's somebody is going to get him on the cheap because I don't believe anybody is going to overpay for an aging defensive tackle with injury issues, right? I just don't buy that. And the people that want to jump in on Twitter, I'm telling you, it has amazed me that some of these guys, pro football talk is is one of the worst ones. J.J. Yeah. Watt requests a trade and they immediately comply and Deshaun Watson asks for one and you get crickets is what is what because JJ Watt didn't request a trade. JJ Watt no. got outright released. Yes, he got released. They would so, not release Watson. They, that's the most valuable asset on the planet. But it should why tell would you, you release that guy? It should tell you everything that you need to know about this. The fact that JJ Watt was released, they didn't even yeah. try to trade him because there wasn't a market. No. No, he's not worth anything. He's not great. If he goes anywhere, it'll be for a song. He won't get he won't get close to I bet he won't get close to the seventeen point five million dollars he was owed this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean So it's, I it's, would I would venture to say he won't get close to that number. No in the open even. market now. Uh he'll get to pick where he wants to play, but it'll be for substantially less than the seventeen point five mil. That's it. Casey brings up uh an interesting Interesting idea here, and it's one that I thought about earlier because I, I don't know that they're going to bring Shaq Barrett back. I don't know that they can afford to. Um, but he, he thinks that they're going to bring J.J. Uh, Watt down to the Buccaneers. Um, I'd be careful with just throwing out things that sound good just for the simple fact of he's going to go where he wants to go because he probably doesn't really care about the money right now. And you got to think some of these teams that are really compete, like if I was in a rebuild right now, so I, so I'm going to tell you a team, like I don't think the Steelers are going to be good this year. I think there are people in that Steelers organization don't think that they're going to be great next year. Okay. Agreed. So let him sign in, let him play with his brother and let him do that. And now you're bringing him in to sell tickets and, uh, and, uh, you know, sell some more jerseys and, and that kind of stuff, but you're not bringing him in to be a contender. You're yeah. just not because he's not a game changer. I, I'm going to tell you they can draft a guy that'll be a rookie that'll come in that'll probably be better than J.J. Okay, he won't work as hard as J.J. They won't have the experience that J.J. has. J.J. brings a lot to a locker room and that kind of mindset. But what he can do on the field, I'm, I'm telling you, in football, your availability is far more important than your ability. And when that guy can only play – 30% of the defensive snaps, he ain't that valuable to your franchise. It is true. It is 100% true. Um, and if you think you can replace Barrett with him, that that's that's not just a huge hole that you created. That's a chasm 
baby. Yes. Because JJ's not playing all those snaps because Barrett didn't miss snaps. Uh, not only that, he, he's not as quick as Barrett. Uh, he's just not as good. Well, no, as, he's not as anything. He's but just, just being on the field, you now have to take two people. If you replace half of him with J.J. Watt, you still need another guy to take all the other snaps because J.J.'s not playing every down. No, he's, he's just, just not. He's just not. He can't do it. Uh, Casey said that defensive tackle on Bama was a game wrecker. Uh, he's talking about Christian Barmore. Uh, McKinnon, as far as the eyes working in the cold, if it wasn't or if I wasn't wearing glasses, I couldn't see because the wind just makes it unbearable. Uh, Damien, I don't know who's getting who in the NFL draft and really don't care at all. I know Pace better not screw it up for the Bears. Uh, well, that's going he's going that's going to happen. <laughs> he's going to screw it up. There you go. Um, let's see. Justin Miller said, "Are we talking favorite meetings?" My close personal was uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch. He said, met him in uh, San Francisco at my bar. He was still with Buffalo, got drunk with him on Patron. He trashed Chan Gailey and told me, Justin, my friends call me Sean. So, <laughs> get down with that. Uh, Urban Meyer eyed Trevor Lawrence up and down like he was Pamela Anderson and Carmen Electra in the 90s during that workout today. That's Joseph Gomez. Um, let's see. Andrew Shirey, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they released him to let him choose his destination because of what he's done for the franchise and the city. Uh, even still, uh, that's, regardless, that, that's been that's been part of it, but that's irrelevant. They released him because he had no value to them. It, it, it just wasn't worth what, trying to get a a late round pick for him or whatever, you know. So you can win. The win in that is not good because you're not getting anything for him. They they released him because it it looks better for them. It looks better yes. for him because if he ends up getting traded for like a sixth round pick. That's going to look awful for him. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they could get a six-round pick because nobody wants to pay that contract. But if they release him now, the new team can pay him whatever they want. And if yeah. you trade for him, you, his his contract comes with him, which means this year that 17-5 is there. Oh, yeah. Oh, and nobody certainly. wants to do that. Um, let's see. Justin wants to know. Justin Miller said, uh, Chris, has Gary called Brady the goat yet? Yeah, I think I did that the other day, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I, I can I – I can, can I appreciate just ask greatness. for a moratorium? Are we done with the goat? Like I hate that say. I hate that word. Listen, yeah. like if you want to say that somebody is great, say they're great. Damn it! All right. But if you're so fucking lazy, you have to come up with an acronym <laughs> for the greatest of all time because it seems like too much work. Then just don't say it at all. Don't address this individual at all because I'm so sick of it. I'm tired I'm, of it. I'm it a- was cool when it first happened. And now we're 10 years from it, and it's the most overplayed, overused word in the world. I I don't mean to be that guy. I know you're but, not. I mean, is it hold on, no, 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 you? no, 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 no. I'm, I just want to bring up that, that one of your favorite shirts no, it has a, it's a goat. T-shirt. Has a goat with the number. Hang on. That, the no, that's right. That's right. But that's just a t-shirt, Gary. It is. No, no, agree. It's a t-shirt. That's not a talking head who's a writer. All right. All of these people, we we write. Okay. Be creative. Use words. The the English language is an amazing thing. It's a beautiful language. We have words that we can use to describe people. You don't have to come up with some bullshit. It was cute and cool when it first came out. When I got the shirt, when you want to make a picture or an image, that's fine because it's imagery and that's a little different. But just set, when you're on TV or when you're on the radio, when you're on a podcast all day long, and y'all just say go, 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 like Jesus have Christ, we, use we, another adjective to describe somebody. Do have, you not know how the source works? Let's have, let's have get a little ever, better. Or if you really think they're great, let's say they're great. Have we ever actually said goat on this show? I'm I don't sure think we, we have. have. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, there, there's no question I have. There's there's no question I have. Uh, but just after I, this Super Bowl, it I think he 
It's the difference. All right, so what I, I what a, I said specifically. I heard a comedian. Hang on, I'm, I'm going to take this somewhere. Okay, I'm actually right, going to take this somewhere. I heard a comedian after the Jeffrey Tubin thing. You remember Jeffrey Tubin jerking oh, off on, on Zoom? All right, big CNN like like professional and got caught beating his meat. Um, so here's the deal. I believe this is this is the comedian speaking. This is not Chris speaking, but I agree with this faction. I believe that when you get caught jerking off on a Zoom, you no longer are Jeffrey. You're now you're now Jeff. Okay. You, you're never, you're never allowed to be called Jeffrey again in public because Jeffrey has some esteem to it. Okay. And, and there are guys named Jeff that are drinking, walking on a high rise right now as the, as they're, as they're, you know, like stealing, you know, nailing up some, some steel beams. Okay. Yes. Like, like that's, that's a Jeff job. This isn't a Jeffrey job. Jeffrey is an esteemed person on television talking about news. Okay. You're not that anymore. You're now Jeff for the rest of your life. I believe that when you speak of these individuals, when you, when we, when we, and this is me too. Okay. Cause I have said goat as well, but I'm done with it. All right. You either refer to them as the greatest greatness, it, use the word, but if you're going to dumb it down to an acronym, get out, just get out. You're too lazy to use words. We can't have a conversation. I believe what I said on Monday was, uh, I talked about appreciating greatness in that he yeah. is the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. Or the greatest yeah, Gary has admitted yeah. he is the greatest, by the way. No, he's, he's openly admitted that. Um, I, I, I think anybody who's still denying <laughs> that, it, they're like flat earthers that are just hanging in there, man. They're just, we're going down with this shit, baby. We do not care any science you bring us. We're just going down with it. Um, Going back to uh, to JJ Watt, let's let's jump yeah, back into that. Let's get that back to thing. what we started with. Uh, Matt Sorry. said he will go somewhere and he may have a decent year, but he'll probably drop off after that. Probably. Uh, McKinnon said I think KC would actually be a good spot for Watt. He's a vet; they could get a discount for him uh, for their atmosphere and the winning ability. Plus, he'd only add to the locker room. Isn't extremely needed on that defensive line. Uh, yeah, I, I he'd be a good possible. guy to bring in on a couple of big time third down plays. And you don't need him for every snap. That's that's a good place for him. The, the reason I think the Steelers is because that defensive front's pretty damn good, and and, and, yes. and I think he needs to go somewhere where the other side is being greatly accounted for. Oh yes, JJ Watt has made his money. Nobody criticizes him ever because he's such a great guy, and he is a great guy. He's like the anti Aaron Rodgers. Okay, he's a a wonderful dude, but nobody ever criticizes his play. Where do the best offensive linemen in the history of football always play? The best offensive linemen? Best offensive linemen. Uh, I, I don't know where you – I guess left Green tackle. Bay? Left, oh, left, left tackle. tackle. Oh, I didn't left know what – Left tackle is where the, the best yeah. offensive linemen in the history of football go to left tackle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah true. If you're the best guy on the offensive line, you're going to get moved to left tackle. All right? If you were the best guard on your team and then you got moved up to another team and their line sucked, you get moved over to the left tackle. Okay, of that's just the way that's just the way the game is played. All right. He has never once gone up against the left tackle. Not once. He lived his entire life on the right side of the football. He's yeah. lived his entire life always going up against the weak side of the offense. That should tell you everything. And you he still gets a lot of double teams. He's still gotten a lot of double teams. He's still going against a lot of great offensive linemen. But that man never went up against Joe Thomas. Okay. Like that's he, a, he ain't doing point. that. He was smart enough to pick and choose his battles and he got famous enough and had enough power in that locker room to be able to tell them where he's going to play and where he's not. And they put Clowney, the rookie against all the best. And he got to go up against the second best his entire life. And that meant he got to build stats, juice numbers, like nobody's business. Yeah, no, absolutely. 
Uh, speaking of offensive linemen, Casey said, Gary, do you think Leatherwood is worth taking at 31 for the Chiefs? That's Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. Uh, I don't believe he'll be there at 31, but if he's there. Yeah, he you're, if, if any um, of the great offensive linemen, you're going to move up. Chiefs yep. better be trading up, which they could and should probably hey, do. Brown Yeti's in. He said, sup, fellas. It's nice to see the Yeti in. Uh, J.J. Watt to the Bills or Pitt makes most sense. This is Joseph Gomez, by the way, since <laughs> he won't have to do much. And, yes, he has no trade value because you know they tried and called around. Uh, Matt said the goat was risking his life out there. <laughs> and then Justin said, Chris is the goat of hating the phrase goat. Um, I'm sure I Brady loves am. being called the goat by Casey. Um, let's see. Oh, Ed McKinnon talking about fields over Lawrence, uh, because of Meyer. There's hey McKinnon. There's no relationship between urban Meyer and Justin Fields. There's zero. Um, zero. Let's see. Brown. Yeti said, I thought the abbreviation was the greatest. Uh, let's say Chris's shirt with the goat says eat more chicken. Uh, I don't know why they came up with goat. Uh, Damian Hernandez, well, I see somebody didn't have their coffee this morning. Damn. <laughs> the stuff that you decide to get passionate about. I, 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 we, had no, we had no no premise to talk about Tom Brady <laughs> or any of this today. That wasn't in the show at all. It's just, you it know, just pops up we, in the comments. It was, it was asked, and it was something that had been brewing in my head for the last couple of days as I've listened to a million Super Bowl recaps, and I'm just now numb to it, and I feel like, you know what, saying goat, isn't enough. No. Show some damn respect. Put some damn respect on that, okay? One Sir Thomas Brady. There you go. Uh, why doesn't Washington pick up what? They love overpaying defensive linemen. That's from OB Matt. Uh, Not anymore. Not anymore. Nope. Washington might be the best-ran franchise in the NFL right now. It's entirely possible. Like, like they went from being laughingstock, and not just laughingstock, but like, ooh, you're going to Washington? Ooh, you know, kind of like <laughs> feeling sorry for folks. And now they really might be the most model-run franchise. Oh, yeah. No, they they are going I to love, fix it. You know, you know my love for Ron Rivera. Holy crap! I cannot get over just the the little things they're doing, and be great in the little things, and you will be great in the big things. I just believe that. I believe it my entire life. Does Does Dan Snyder deserve this? I, I don't. But know. Saying, it doesn't matter. It's not up to him. It's not no. up to. He's just an owner. He's he, just a he guy that a, cuts checks. He did a good job of hiring the right guy. He, I, listen, yeah. he he fired the people that were in the way. Okay. And then he hired right people, and now those people are driving this train. Yeah. And I yeah. kind of love every bit of it. I really do. Uh, Justin Miller said J.J. Watt will be Sex Panther 60% of the time. He'll play 100% of the time. Yeah, there you that's go. A, that's that, about that, that's right. A hell, that's a hell of a, an, an analogy right there. Very astute synopsis. Yeti said, I think he's going to the Browns. Hot take, I know, but it's just a hunch. Uh, Andrew oh, no. said, he, I, I don't I believe wouldn't he hate that. it, but I, we could use a good third down helper. Off of, he, he would have Miles Garrett to take all the pressure off the side on the other end. Yeah, you got that right. Andrew but, said he probably won't be commanding those double teams anymore, which should help him. Uh, certainly if he yeah. goes to the Browns, yeah. Uh, JJ oh, to yeah. Chicago, please, from Damian. JJ to the Rams would be a nice fit because he wouldn't get too many double teams playing with Aaron Donald. Um, and 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 the, so so one thing we're all talking <laughs> is he played his entire college career in uh, in Wisconsin, and everybody's throwing out all these cold weather cities, but he's lived in Houston for a while. And I wonder once you once you leave the cold and go to the South, do you ever like nobody ever? A lot of people leave the South to go to the go to the cold because they don't really know how bad it's going to be. And, and whatever, very few people have ever left the North, go to the South, and then go back to the North. Yeah, that just, it's true. That when it's their choice, it's just not a choice people make. I could see him taking a very team-friendly deal with the Rams, maybe the Saints. 
um, somebody like that to Falcons, uh, a dome team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a, a team. Well, and also, what are what are the Saints and the Rams? Saints and the Rams are spitting image each other, which is they have basically mortgaged the future. When I say mortgage future, they do not believe football will be played in five years. The way they have run their bookkeepings, <laughs> I mean, this this is like like it, they are the banks betting on the housing market in the Big Short. Okay, yes. In in two thousand and six, they are just all in on the housing market right now. Every year, they're just way over the cap, way over the cap, having to get all kind of creative things to make it work um i'm curious if the saints will continue to be i feel like they were doing that for drew Brees, and they just could not get over the hump in the playoffs i wonder if they're still going to be run like that i think they have to be until they can blow it all up because that is still without a without a solid quarterback that's still the best roster in football from top to bottom probably yeah yeah. And so you can't just cash in and blow it all. Like you don't blow it up when you're just a quarterback away. No, you find the damn one quarterback. Yeah. No, you're uh you're a hundred percent right about that. Uh Damien said Ron Rivera's the GOAT, damn it. <laughs> well, he's not that he's not that, but man, I love it. God, I love him so much. Casey said, uh, who should the Browns draft? Well, Greedy and Delpit coming back and thinks Stefanski takes a page out of Zimmer's playbook and drafts an athletic edge to play on the other side of Garrett. Uh that's entirely possible. <laughs> They're picking pretty um, far back. I don't know that a great edge is gonna be there. once you get to the to the twenties, late teens in the in the twenties and thirties, you just take your best player. You're just taking best player, but I do believe they need to take the best defensive player. That defense is a problem. Um, there's a lot of people that think Greedy was just a flat-out bust. Um, now, obviously, he's been hurt for a long time. Yeah. And, but I've talked to a couple of Browns people that are not Browns fans. They're Browns people that are used to be in the media, but they're still very connected to a lot of Browns sports media. Um, and and they, they, think, they think in the locker rooms or, or in the front offices at least – that uh, that some Browns guys have just said, we made a mistake. We're moving on from greedy. I'd like to at least see him try. Yeah, no, I, I'm and they'll get a chance to because he's a rookie contract deal. Um, so so you got him for the cheap. There's no reason to cut him or, or release him. It, but it, but it's possible. Like you you could go in needing a cornerback. So we shall yeah. see. Brown Yeti wants to know if the Titans can afford JJ Watt. I um, think anybody can afford him because I think yeah. he's going to come on. I do think wherever he plays will be where he wants to play, which means when they throw six million dollars across the table, you're going to just say thanks. I, I wonder, like, what his how much he puts into wanting to play against Houston um, because obviously the Titans. Oh have to play yeah, twice would he stay year. in the division? I don't know if he would do that or not. I mean, the Titans do need defensive line help. Man, they could not get to the quarterback this year. Like that was no. their biggest weakness. They could not. But rush see, here's whatsoever. the problem. This is what I what I say about the the Chiefs. What I say about the brand. What I say about him going to the Bucks. If he doesn't solve somebody's problem who already has that problem, all he can do is if you're good at it, give you another weapon to be better. But if that's an issue for you. He doesn't fix that issue because he's only going to play about forty percent of the defensive snaps overall, anyway. Yeah, no, that's a, you're you're right. You're right. So if you're a team like the Titans, you need to find another solution for him for that for the pass rush. He doesn't fix your pass rush. No, agreed. I, I just wonder, like, it, that's why the Rams is the best fit overall in my mind because they don't need more pass rush. They're already great at that. Yeah, but if they got him, he's just another. You know, another body. He, uh, rotating yeah, another, another arrow in the quiver to just throw at the defense. You are right about that. Uh, Damien wants to know uh, if Ron Rivera could go from a great DC to a better head coach. How come Vic Fangio can't do the same? What do y'all see the difference between the two? I I, I don't know. I, leadership is different from everybody. Yeah. Just because you are good at 
I talk about this multiple times here on this show because it's good in business. If you run a business, it's really important for you to realize this philosophy, but it's, you see it in football all the time. People get promoted to a point of failure just because you're good at this level. Doesn't mean if I give you a bigger job, you'll be good at that job because head coach comes with it. So many more things than just scheming for your side of the football. Yeah. Okay. And just because you were really good at scheming for your side of the football doesn't mean you're going to be good at overseeing the entire job. And and honestly, like we don't necessarily know uh, that Vic Fangio is a bad head coach. He's had two right. seasons and he's dealt with a ton of injuries on his side of the ball. And mm-hmm. he's got a, a rookie quarterback or a, a that's quarterback right. that's on a rookie deal and a ton of new offensive pieces that have not gotten acclimated to the NFL game yet. So, and hadn't he changed over OCs a couple of times? Uh, yeah, in his already three twice. Years? Already twice. Yeah. So, 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 so. Now, I don't know. Is that some of that on him? You know, like you're not hiring well. You're not hiring guys that are sticking around. And this is also the danger in bringing in a good OC because this is this is why coaches, owners. Don't and GMs don't want defensive coaches anymore. It's not because they don't think defensive coaches are good. It's because if your head coach is your play caller and you have a great offense, nobody can steal him away. But if your defensive coordinator becomes the head coach, he has to hire a great OC. If you have a great offense, if he does his job well, somebody's going to steal him away to yeah. be a head coach. And that's that's the issue with with so many teams and why they just say we're not even going to look at that other half of the football. Yep, you are correct. You are correct. All right, we have gone 32 minutes. Let's dive into some of these other topics here. First one up, uh, did Tom Brady win the Super Bowl with an injured knee? They are talking about him having to... Uh, so the, the Bucks basically dropped uh, information on Thursday uh, when they indicated Tom Brady would need a minor knee procedure. Uh, one report indicates the issue is a bit more significant than the team is letting on. Uh, Ben Volan of the Boston Globe reported Thursday that the issue with Brady's injured left knee is more significant than reported, and it goes beyond a simple cleanup. Um, you know, I, who knows? I mean, obviously he was wearing his knee brace, but he, he does that when he's playing golf. He does it with basically every recreational activity. When he was out getting plastered down in Tampa for the, uh, uh, for the Super Bowl boat parade, um, which was absolutely hilarious. We did not get a chance to talk about that, but yes, he's that was some of yeah. the most quality. And he was wearing Brady his old man knee brace. Yeah, he was wearing his knee brace. Um, but he looked fine out there, especially when he was throwing the Lombardi Trophy from one boat to the other. Yeah, but he's not uh, using his knees. He's just standing there pounding uh, uh, tequila. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> Dustin said goats don't need knees to do goat things. <laughs> oh, you need knees. Yeah, no, he gonna need his knees. He's you know, a forty-three-year-old you know, man. Will be forty-four next year. He the, will need his knees. The people that have watched today's show are going to be talking about goats for That's as fine. long. I'm sure. As I'm sure. I brought, I brought this on myself. By the way, yes. Uh, Casey said Brady will be fine, and I'm sure that he will be just fine. I'm just Hang curious. On, but you're, the question is: is yes. Did yes. he win a Super what Bowl? He with did, an injury? What he did in the Super Bowl, and when do we think he hurt his knee? Do we think he hurt it in the Super Bowl? Or did no, he? no, no. It was it, it was before that because it's been yeah. it's this has been going on for a little bit because you heard rumblings out of Tampa that he had you know a minor knee issue, um, and it's more than just like a did, cleaning. Did it's, he go and beat Aaron Rodgers with a bum knee? Also, did he? You know, did he, did he beat Drew, Drew Brees and the Saints? Well, not necessarily Drew Brees because Brees didn't do nothing in that yeah. game. But the Saints, that Saints, that, that Saints football team is. 
freaking loaded. So beating them is something. Did he do that on a bum knee? Did he did he beat the football team on a bum knee? Yeah, so uh, Brown Yeti brings up if he was hurt, I didn't notice. So what does it matter? It just well, adds to the legacy, my friend. That's pain, all it is. Well, yeah, now now it matters because holy crap, he just made the most historic run in football that we've seen. Nobody has beaten three, what we assume to be three Hall of Famers, two surefire Hall of Famers, and then one guy who's on his way to the Hall of Fame. If he got hit by a bus today, he wouldn't be. But but you know, we assume in five, six years. Patrick Mahomes is going to be a Hall of Famer, even if he's got just the two Super Bowl appearances and nothing else. Aaron Rodgers just has one Super Bowl appearance, and we all agree unanimously he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Nobody's ever beaten three Hall of Famers to go to win a Super Bowl. Nobody, nobody's ever done yeah. that before. Yeah. No, you're you're right. You are right. Um, what if Heineke becomes the next Tom Brady, and Tom gets to say, I beat Heineke too? That would be ridiculous. What if Heineke that would... takes the football team to a Super Bowl, becomes a Hall of Famer, and we look back and say, holy shit, what did this guy do? <laughs> At 43, he beat all these guys. Anyway. He, beat, he beat all these Hall of Famers just to win his seven. I know I'm just putting a lot of stress on Heineke's career. Uh, most certainly. Most the certainly. guy living with his sister before he got the $8 million contract. Hey, Matt said he needs extra support with the added weight of that seventh uh, Super Bowl ring. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, most certainly. Um, McKinnon brings up uh, breaking news here, or at least that's what he said. I don't know where he saw it because I'm looking at Pro Football Talk, et cetera, um, and ESPN and CBS and all that. But uh, he said the Colts have officially made a trade offer for Wentz. Details haven't been released or if the Eagles are taking it, but it has been offered. So, God. I mean. That makes me want to vomit. Like, you know, if you can trade a seventh-round pick for but, but even still, the contract is just absurd. Like, I don't know it's why. It's the contract. Even if he was free and I didn't have to give anything, it's the contract I can't get away from. I just, I, it, none of this makes <laughs> makes sense to me. I just, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm looking up on, on Twitter to try and see if, if they've talked about it. Oh, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, stuff in here. Oh, Eagles. No, 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 no. No, there's, I don't see anything. McKinnon, yeah, I don't know where I, you got that I just from. tried to look at it, and the only update I got was NASCAR odds and predictions for, for Daytona. That's, that's that's the only news alert I've got. That's, I, I don't see a single thing from a reputable news source. Um, and so maybe I'm let's get, let's, let's maybe move I'm on. crazy. Let's move on. Let's, uh, let's talk a little UFC uh, right quick. Dana White says that Conor McGregor is obsessed with the Dustin Poirier rematch, uh, and this makes perfect sense to me. Absolute perfect sense. He just got his ass handed to him uh, on, you know, a pay-per-view broadcast that everybody's been waiting for him to come back, et cetera. Of course, he's going to want to come back and avenge the loss. He already beat the guy one time back in, but it was 2014. Now he wants to come out and and get the interview, not the interview, get the uh, the rematch and, you know, take care of this. And the, knock out the trilogy and, honestly, like, this is perfect for business because the only other time that McGregor has come back and done a rematch from a loss, uh, I mean, he made bank off that Nate Diaz second fight. Absolute bank. So this makes perfect sense. There's a lot of other stuff going on in um, in the UFC right now. Like, they announced John Jones is going to fight the winner of uh, Stipe against Francis Ngannou. So that's, for the heavyweight belt, that's going to be a massive thing because John Jones has to move up for that. So Bones Jones, of course the other biggest draw in MMA right now in the UFC. 
Um, and then what else was there? Stipe should be getting more pub, but he's just a, uh, he's a, he's a weird guy. He's a different kind of guy, but that guy's a killer, man. Oh, he absolutely is. That guy's an absolutely assassin. He's just a killer. Uh, the Kamzat Leon Edwards fight is off on March 13th. That was going to be a really fun one, but, uh, but both of those guys have had COVID in the last two months and, uh, Kamzat, uh, is dealing with it worse than, uh, than Leon did. So. That's uh that's gonna be an issue. Leon Edwards would be a good fight for Nate Diaz, but uh but yeah, the McGregor thing back to back to the initial topic. Um, I don't know that there's any other fight that I would want to see right now from McGregor. Like obviously I'd watch whatever McGregor does, but I, I would love to see him go against Dustin Poirier again. Like Nate Diaz had an interview with uh Ariel Hawani on on ESPN and talked about the fact that Connor missed a ton of opportunities because he was winning the fight. Like, up until Dustin caught him in that second round, he was winning the fight. So, you and I were not alone in our thought that that McGregor basically had him beat and, and did not take the opportunities. So, you know, I, that's what I would like to see again, but we'll, we'll obviously wait and see what happens with that. Uh, let's move on back to the NFL and the Pouncey Twins. The Pouncey Twins have decided that they are going to retire at the same time. They're, they're 31 years old. One plays for the Steelers and has been just a stalwart on that offensive line. Uh, the other played the last three years with uh, the Chargers and played his first seven years with the Dolphins. One obviously dealt with more injuries than the other, but I would like to hear your thoughts on why they are retiring at the same time. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really curious why they are both retiring. That was that was what I, I thought was strange. Is I definitely think um, I don't know their names. The one for the Steelers. Uh, Marquise. Mike Marcus. So it's yeah, Marcus. Mar- Marquise. Yeah. Marquise. He has been, he has been far more injured than Mike Pouncey, right? I uh, believe so. Yeah. I I think he has missed more time. Maybe I'm getting them mixed up. I get the guy who's fought injuries for so long, wanting to finally hang it up. They've played for a while, by the way, they've been in the NFL yeah, for a ten, long time. 10 seasons. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so I get that them being twins, like, do they have to do everything together? Like, does the other brother that might not be hurt so bad, does he have to quit too just because one did? And the, my first thought was is they're probably going to do some type of joint business adventure together, which is why they're both retiring at the same time. Yeah, I, I, I would guess. I don't know the answer it. to any of these. They are on both kind of rebuilding teams right now, right? So Yeah, I would, I, that that sounds right. Um, I Like, there's been nothing from – obviously, they've got – a, a great uh, a quote or a great uh, statement that they put out yeah. about this, uh, you know, about the farewell speech and crying and laughing that twin boys from Lakeland, Florida, that grew up in poverty, made it this far, both living out NFL dreams, blah, 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 blah. Um, it, it's just strange that they would do it at the same time. Um, but at the same time, maybe it's not. Like, may, they, they yeah, have to uh, be doing something, right? Ten, yeah, they got to be doing something. And then ten, 10 years in the league, but also... That's the that's like the only ten years they've spent apart. Yeah, I mean they've lived their entire lives together. They went to college together. Yeah, like, they played at Florida together. Yeah. So 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 yeah, I mean maybe you know hey we we did this thing for a decade that you know a fraction of a percent of the people on the earth ever get to do, and we did it at a damn high level, and uh, and yeah let's let's hang it up and do something else. I just I feel like one of them is still playing really well, and the other one is is struggling to hang on due to in, not because of ability by any means. I think they both can still play, but, but because of injury. And I feel like 
Yeah, damn. Are you are you talking the the one that's still got some fight left in him, you know, away from playing? Because you only get to do this thing on the earth so long. Yeah. And once it's gone, it's over. Yeah. I mean, they they have made some major, major money. They they both played well into second and, and third contracts. Oh, oh yeah, that, second so. and third contracts. No doubt. No doubt. No, they've made money, certainly. they've done well, and uh and they're and they're they've both been really good. Do they both have Super Bowls? Mm. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Pouncey uh, was named to nine. Uh, Marquise was named to nine Pro Bowls, was a three-time first-team All-Pro, and was named to the NFL's All-Decade team. I don't know. No, because one – I mean, the other – Oh, the, the, the Steelers one the has Chargers. never has never left the Steelers, and they, they haven't made it back to a Super Bowl. Since what, like 2009? Yeah, it's, it's been over 10 years. Yeah, so it's been a little while. Um, so he, he just missed the Super Bowl for the Steelers. Yep, but, but nine Pro Bowls. That's not bad. Yeah, no, they've been great. They've been, they've been great. Yeah. So, uh, so Mike entered uh, the year after uh, Marquise did, and he was the number fifteen pick overall. Marquise was the number eighteen pick overall. So, you know, it is what it is. Like both started every single game they played in the NFL. That's pretty outstanding. I mean, there's just a lot to it. A lot to it. So it's it's uh, yeah, it's a misleading stat. They started every game they played. Well, yeah, well, they, I, they missed a lot of games due to injury. Yes, one missed significantly more than the. I other. think I think I'm remembering one missing significantly more than the other. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I don't remember. I don't. I, I honestly couldn't tell. You. I don't keep up with the offensive line across the country that well. If they played for the Browns or the Patriots, I could tell you how many games they missed. Casey jumped in. Uh, Colts offered two second-round picks. See, I can't find that anywhere. I have Googled everything you can think to Google. There's been one article written today, and it still referred back to uh, the Colts are interested, but it's going to come down to what they're willing to give up in compensation, and they're still in competition with the Bears. Um, that that's and that was and I don't even have a time stamp on that. That's just got today's date. There's nothing on Twitter about it i i've i've seen no reports of any offers i don't know where he gets this from so there you go uh mckinnon said i don't know how reputable it is but it's from the undisputed uh maybe i misread it i just saw it on my feed from michael vick interesting i mckinnon i want to know your source for the two second rounders that's uh, well that was casey that was Casey. Casey. Sorry, that's yeah. right. Uh, Brown Yeti said Matt Stafford played hurt most of the season. I don't think it's that much more impressive when you're still playing for the trophy. They are competitors after all. Uh, oh, McKinnon. It's what you're able to do on a bum knee. Uh, Michael said, ha-ha, scripted, ha-ha. Uh, that's Michael Allen. Yeah, I saw, um, I saw all those. <laughs> uh, Casey thinks that the uh, the Pouncey Twins are starting a uh, TV show. Um and let's see, Wonder Twin Powers deactivated the Pouncey story. And then McKinnon, yeah, just seeing the injured Pouncey and how it affects his life might make the other Pouncey want to get out. That's We did uh, We did talk about that a little bit, about the Pouncey uh, twins. Like, if, if one was really dealing with injuries, yeah. the other one might want to get out of there just to make sure that he doesn't have to deal with that. That's right, so. that's right. You know, I do understand the walk away a year too early than a, weird, a year too late. I fully get that, so. Yep, it's, uh, it is entirely possible. Let's, uh, let's. Close out. I've got two more topics. Um, we'll close out with this one. Apparently, Seattle is not very happy with Russell Wilson. Uh, the stuff that I was saying the other day, Russell Wilson actually did say that he was tired of getting hit in an interview yeah. with Dan Patrick. Uh, That's right. The Seahawks are apparently not happy with him going so public with uh, with his uh, negativity, 
I guess yeah. would be the word, or his trade requests, or or whatever you would like to say. This voicing is, his opinions publicly. Yes, there you go. That's uh, voicing his displeasure. There you go. Um, this is a little surprising because like he helped pick the offensive coordinator. He was not happy at first with the offensive coordinator choices, and then he helped pick the guy that is coming in this season. And now after they've already made the hire. They are hearing that he is not happy with their inability to protect him with the offensive line. I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know what to make of this anymore. This is such a dramatic, like this feels like it plays directly into his wife's line of work, right? It's all the pop culture stuff. Like there's so much drama and it's TMZ getting involved and, oh, this guy's not happy. Well, now they're not happy that he's not happy. And it's a, it's, I'm not used to this from Russell Wilson. This is strange to me. So I got a couple of feelings on this. So while, see, here's what he wants. Most teams who have a great offensive line, yeah, guess what they don't have? They, they don't have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's right? true. And, and you, you want great weapons. So there's a lot of guys that have been playing behind mediocre lines and no, no offensive players for a long time. Like, like I guarantee you Tom Brady would have rather played in Seattle than in New England the last two years. Okay? Yes. He would have. Uh, give me weapons. I'll figure out what to do with the line. Okay? Because Russell's pretty notorious for holding on to the ball so long. Tom would have just thrown it away real quick. Which like, is what I, you and I yeah, talked about. We, we yeah. talked about this on Wednesday, and that was what I brought up. I don't feel like he gets hit that much. I feel like when he does get hit, it's his fault. Well, not I don't think all of them are his fault, but I do think some of them are his fault. So he's got to take some of the blame. I'm not going to say yeah. all of them no, for either of them. And that but but sense. he does hold on to the ball for a very long time. He wants to make the hero play, and what he's got to realize, look at the 43-year-old man, and he's <laughs> going to show you how to do this thing for a long time, which is you don't have to be a damn hero every time. Get rid of the football, and when they're coming to hit you, just lay down. Like yeah. don't don't take the hit. Let him jump over you and tag you. That's it. Um, hey, Brown, but, Brown Yeti, by the way, jumped in. Is Russ talking, or has Mister Unlimited taken over and he's holding Russ hostage? So, so my 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 issue is, be <laughs> careful what you wish for because let's say you get traded to a New England, and while that all seems great and wonderful, they ain't got no skill players yeah. at all, at at all. You know. And, you know, Jacoby Myers, here you go, right there. That's your number one wide receiver. Good luck. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy that. You got a good offensive line, though. You're not going to take hits. Bill Belichick's not going to let you take hits. But make chicken salad out of this chicken shit right here, buddy. Okay? Yeah, try because that. Nobody, nobody's been able to do that before. And, and I just wonder, so I'm in management, okay? I, I'm, I'm in ownership now, which is, it's nice to say. Much, much it, better, right? Well, I don't know that it's better. No, nobody yells at me, but when shit goes bad, I don't get paid. So, there you, go. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm first money in, I'm last money out. So it's got its perks, but it's got its cons too. But like I've been in management for most of my adult life. And so even lower tier, like assistant management of a shoe store, like whatever. It, like the, the article I read today, literally the headline was um, like, like uh, uh, Russell Wilson upset with management or angry with management. And I think, so many people always hated management because they've never been management before. They have no clue what management's trying to do. They think this is the objective because they are workers, right? They're labor. Okay. Yeah. And they have a picture in their head of what the objective is. People in management oftentimes have a picture of what 
what the objective is. And it doesn't ever look like what the labor thinks it looks like ever. And sometimes that's just a conversation that we, if you have an issue, let's talk about it. And as I, so I try to put myself in the management shoes. Okay. I don't know if this is Pete. I don't know if this is GM. I don't know if this is team president. I don't know if this is owner. I don't know who it is, but I don't, you don't need to go on Dan Patrick and say these things. If you haven't said them to me. That's uh that's a now if you point. have said them to me and I've told you look how pretty D- DK Metcalf looks like go kick rocks go pound sand you're not going to get a receiver like this to play with and you know I, I could gladly trade him for three offensive linemen tomorrow but do you want to do that because I don't think anybody wants to do that um that that's the issue is is are you going on Dan Patrick and doing these things? Are you talking to the media and not talking internally? Because that's the, that's the problem with 90% of all relationships are is people just aren't communicating. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, McKinnon, by the way, jumps in. Uh, I've seen reports that he might want to go East coast uh, because he and his wife have property out there. It would be better for his wife's career outside of Metcalf. They're uh, all rich and they don't live where they live and they can, they can make money wherever they want to make money. We live in a world of COVID and nobody has to live in New York or LA to make billions anymore. Yeah. You got that right. Uh, He said outside of Metcalf, Wilson is that team. I'm sure he wants less responsibility and more reliable teammates. You don't get that being the court that he should have picked a different position. He should have played baseball. You don't get to play quarterback. Now that's the one time I'm going to knock you back. All right. You don't get to choose to play quarterback in the NFL and then say, well, I don't want the responsibility. No, brother, that's the hardest job in sports. Yes. And you chose this line of nobody locked you into a room, put a gun to your head and said, we're going to hold your mama hostage unless you play quarterback. You chose to do that, man. Well, he could have played baseball. That's right. You you made this choice. And, yeah, it's really freaking hard. And it comes with a lot of problems. That's why you get paid $30 million a year. And the head coach gets paid $5 million a year. Yeah. yeah. There's a big difference in those people. Most certainly. Matt jumped in, uh, assistant manager at Strickland Propane. I would uh, love to have been an assistant manager at Strickland Propane. I was assistant <laughs> manager at Finish Line here in South Haven while uh, trying to grind my way through college. There you go. Damien said, Russell Wilson thinks he's all that because he got Ciara. Didn't he learn anything from Tony Romo when he dated Jessica Simpson? Uh, yeah. Brown Yeti said, damn, for Mr. Unlimited, uh, Damn for Mr. Unlimited. That way I can be a Seahawks fan. Uh, Justin said, Tony Romo, Jessica Simpton is nowhere near close to Russ and Ciara. Uh, is it Ciara or Sierra? I don't. It doesn't You're matter. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to pick her out in the lineup. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Brown Yeti said Dak, Dak for Mr. Dak, Unlimited. Yeah, to yeah, Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, McKinnon, any chance if he gets pissed enough, he switches back over to baseball? I don't know that. No, I don't think he. I, he's, I, he's in his 30s. I don't think you can just walk in and play baseball just because you used to play baseball. I think that's one of those you need to get in young, young and early and and grind your way through to show you can do it at the bigs. Yeah, most certainly. It, it's why if Kyler Murray was going to do it, he needed to go on and do it. So. He needed to go on and do it. That's right. So, no, I, and I'm not, listen, I'm not hating on, on him wanting to get out. I just – Let's look at the other side of these coins because there aren't a lot of teams that have the best offensive line in football, also the best skill players and weapons in football. Like that, you just don't get that all the time. That's rare. And yeah. those places that do have that kind of don't have quarterback problems either. That's a hundred percent. So while true. you might be an upgrade, the Bucks ain't kicking Tom Brady out. They've kind of got a good situation. Oh, yeah. But they're not they're not getting rid of Tom, you know. 
Well, I mean, they, they, they drafted well. I'll say that. I mean, the Bucks, uh, Tristan Wirfs was a oh, gigantic oh, hole for What I, what I, what like, I sent you yesterday, or the other day when I was doing my, I was starting to get ready for my NFL stuff, and I always start by looking at last year's. And, and I look backwards, and, man, I feel like I know. The reason I started with offensive line is because I'm a fat guy, and I know how to evaluate fat guys. Oh, and, yeah. brother, I, I, have, I have hit offensive linemen about a bat in a thousand in, in the last five, six years. Oh, yeah. And uh, As you were all over Jedrick Wills for the Browns. Yeah. You were all yep. over. Um, well, but I want it worse. Uh, worse I want it sure. worse. He was, he's who I would have taken number one in the offensive line line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't miss a snap this year at all, you know. Only allowed one sack the whole year, and that's going up against the Saints twice. That's going like that's going up against some pretty damn good defenses. And the tackle from Georgia uh, didn't didn't do all that well for the Giants, but that obviously makes sense, right? I mean, yeah, no, that that was rough. That was rough on him. So, but that's fine. Yep. Yep. Um, so let's see. We'll close out with this. Uh, well, Casey uh, Casey said would like to see Russ go to the football team. Uh, he also said if he gets oh. traded, I think he goes to the Dolphins or Jets. I don't think he's going to be traded. I just I don't, I don't buy that. Uh, but I just said, don't know what these. Like it's the same thing with Watson. If you so stop putting yourself in the other team's shoes. Put yourself in Houston Texans shoes. Put yourself in Seattle shoes. Right now you have Russell Wilson. What would somebody have to give you to make you say, you know what? I'm giving up on Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, it, like it'd that's have to the be, problem here. Yeah. Is 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 it's easy to throw out all these offers of what the football team could give up and how many assets the, the the Dolphins have and how many assets the Jets have. That all sounds great. All right. I can spend other people's money all day long. It's the team that's got to take the money over the pocket aces. They already have the best hand. Yes. You're asking me to give that up. I don't want to do that. It's the Texans. It's the, it, it, when you have a quarterback like that, you don't just give them away. Yeah. Like it's the Lions did because they've had Stafford forever. But they're not. But, they're also not. But they're like not the close. Seahawks and the and, and the Texans are a little different conversation as well. A Stafford was there for a hundred years, and and that team's going nowhere. They're in a complete rebuild, and you don't rebuild with a thirty-three year old quarterback who's played through injuries. Yeah. Okay, Watson and and Stafford ain't close. They ain't yeah. close. This guy's in the prime of his football playing career. So, so you'd have to give. I think he's the number one asset in all of football right now, oh, even yeah. at his steep price for for against the salary cap. He's probably the second best quarterback next to Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, in the game, and maybe the best if he ever gets in a good situation. But yeah. that sounds great. Why? In the, if I'm the Texans, what do you have to offer me to say I'm let I'm willing to get rid of the second best at the hardest position in the world to change? Oh, it'd have to be. Something I don't, I don't know what that number's got to be, and obviously nobody's called it and and blown their hair back. No, and I, I don't, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I mean, they might, but it's going to be a when they do, we're all going to look back and say, "Oh my damn, mm-hmm. did did you see that offer?" And then I we're going to have to wonder, is it worth it? Like five first, but even then, you're you're it's it's assets based on potential as opposed to the the, what you're the sure thing, get. the sure thing, the bird in the hand. Yep, and I would much That's rather the take issue. the bird in the hand. Yeah, it, it, well, now, there is a world where if you're a complete rebuild, I like the idea of rebuild if I put my GM hat on. Like, I, I think that's – I now get to build this team in my image and I don't the, have to worry about the, Dolphins are the guys that came before me yeah. and how they built things. And it's, so, it's yeah, if I got enough yeah. picks, would I probably do it eventually? Sure, sure. And it might 
I might, I might lose my job. I might be really bad at the rebuild. I might miss on a couple of picks and, and whatever. And that, that's just how the cookie crumbles and it's just part of it. But you'd have to have a fat contract that guarantees that you are going to be there. Yeah. I need, I need, I need, I need protection for myself, but also I would need a lot of assets in return. I mean, we, we realistically are talking four first round picks. Yeah. I mean, the Texans gave up two first round picks for uh, an offensive lineman that was on his rookie deal. I mean, what are we talking about? Uh, McKinnon said supposedly Watson sitting out the season unless he's traded. The smart move would be to play so you don't lose all that money. Uh, I, we have not seen a quarterback sit out a season yet, and yeah. I don't think we're going to. Like I was going to say, yeah. All, all this is just talk right average, now. When the average length of a career is three-point-something years, it's really hard to say I'm just going to give one of these up, especially in his prime. When you've seen somebody like Le'Veon Bell, who was in his prime, sat out a yep. year and has not been the same since. Nope, so. and not and never gonna make that money back. Yep, you got it. You got it. All right, let's uh, let's close out with this. Uh, first FCS game of the season is this Saturday. It is tomorrow. It's Tarleton State hosting McNeese State. That is Louisiana headed over to Texas. And uh, and let me go on and explain this. The line is out right now, and McNeese State is a two and a half point favorite. And honestly, like there's a bunch of different ways that you can look at this. What makes it so difficult is. Tarleton State was a Division II school, and they are moving up to FCS. So that would basically be like App State, Georgia Southern, uh, Coastal, you know, whatever, moving from FCS up to FBS. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get acclimated. Yeah, but but hang on now. Like, in those scenarios, like, App State was a powerhouse down there. Tarleton State is a powerhouse at the Division II. At Division II, yes. And that's what I was saying is – so a lot of people believe that McNeese State is going to be able to win this game just based on the fact that they've been in FCS and they've they've obviously got a higher caliber of player. And I don't Isn't know Tarleton that I'm favored to win this game. No, McNeese State is favored by by two. But if you look at all the different metrics and whatnot, Tarleton should be favored. But I thought Tarleton McNeese, was favored by two. No, Tar- Tarleton State is an underdog by two and a half points at home. That is what is insane to me because when we talked about it on the SBR show, which, by the way, go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF and go over to the YouTube page because we talk about it on our offseason week four show over there. We also had Josh Pate from uh, 247 on. So um, go ahead and and check that out. We talked about the matchup and whatnot a little bit, but it, that's what's so crazy is that the, the metrics have Tarleton State predicted to win this by close to a touchdown. And... The line is actually out there as McNeese State minus two and a half right now at all the different sports books. We're talking bet online, my bookie, bet US, et cetera. I'm what is the difference between Division Two and FCS? And is it as big of a difference between FCS and FBS? No. No, I don't no, think no, it no, is. No, 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 no. No, that's crazy to think that. No, I think they're pretty damn close. Yeah. Um and, and the the other side of that coin is there are levels to all of these things, right? So if you come up from division, you know, FCS into FBS and you play a Kansas, like, okay. Yeah. You know, like, all right. If you were really good at FCS and you come you up can and hang you play with, Kansas. You should be able to hang with Kansas. You're not going to hang with Texas. Like, yeah. there's a difference there. So I'm sure Division Two FCS have the exact same thing, and I don't know where McNeese State falls in the, are they closer to Kansas, or are they closer to Texas? I think they're probably somewhere around Kentucky, 
And I think that Tarleton State will be able to keep this thing. Close. That means then, yeah, that means Appalachian State would have absolutely been able to come in and maybe not beat, but hang with Kentucky when they came in the league. Absolutely. I mean, they they made a bowl game, or they they should have made a bowl game, but the rules stipulated they couldn't. But That's they right. would have been bowl eligible in their first season in FBS, and that was just unheard of. But but more teams are doing it now. So I think it's <laughs> Casey's a disrespectful to Kentucky. Come on, man! Kentucky's a seven and five football team. Yeah, it's six and six, seven and five year year round. Whatever. Um, McKinnon said, "I'm out, boys. Have a wonderful weekend, uh, et cetera, et cetera." Justin, love you guys. Keep being the goats of sports podcasts. Have a great weekend. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think listen. I don't think that, goats acceptable for us, but I, I appreciate this anonymous and and like I'll take it. I'll take that because I'm not the greatest at anything. <laughs> I might I might be the greatest at cooking hot dogs. That might be about it. Well now, okay, all right. I'll I'll put I'll put my homemade pizza and I'll put oh, my bur- hey, my my ribs hundred percent against against you're, almost anybody in the world. So I'm not saying I'm the best. It's a very subjective thing. And my bacon, I'll put my homemade home cured, house cured yes, bacon. Your bacon against anybody in the world. Your bacon and your pizza are are the two best versions of those two things that I have ever tasted in my life. They and you've been all around the country and had the best pizza in, oh, yes. in the world because I've been to New York, I've been to Chicago, eat. I've been to I haven't been to Italy, but you know, well, I'd, I'd imagine I'll get yeah. there eventually. It's it's different, but yeah. yeah. In America, different. what we talk about as yeah. Good so. gracious. All right. Uh, so I, I am going to roll with Tarleton State. I'm taking a money line, mm-hmm. I'm taking a plus the two and a half. I I bought it up to three, but even still well, I'm going to root for Baby Orgeron, and I'm going to hope oh, yeah. that Ed O gets a gets a gets a, a little sideline interview just so I can hear him talk a little bit. Oh, I'm sure he will. It'll be on ESPN Plus. I don't think we're going to see a lot game. of. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll certainly be there. I mean, it's right down the street. Right down the street. Uh, Matt jumps in to close us out. He said, "The goat of these nuts." That's right. That's right. That's the perfect way to end this week. Uh, we are going to be dealing with snow and all kind of other stuff next week, so we'll see how the week oh, goes. Yeah. But we'll still be here on Monday doing the damn thing. You guys, do us a favor. Share the show out. Tell your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button and make sure that you are subscribed. If you missed some of the show or or all of the show or whatever, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Uh, we do it three times a week. Go ahead and knock that out. Uh, let's see. Brian Yeti, hey, let's mention OU softball against UTEP. Five innings, 29 runs, 28 hits, 13 home runs, zero errors. A complete Holy stomping. Holy shit. What? That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's not even worth talking about. That's, I can't even <laughs> explain... Is, is you softball has played so. Like, this is not a sexist thing. It's because I've 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 watched. I, I say I've watched because I grew up in the in the church league world. I've watched competitive fast pitch men's softball. It ain't no different. I can't I can't watch softball. It's not baseball. It's it's a different. They swing the bat different. They throw the ball different. It's so different. It yeah, just it drives. It's is, weird. It would be smaller. it'd be the equivalency of saying cricket is baseball to me. Like okay, I don't know how that sport's played either. But I know this, the way I swing a baseball bat or swung a baseball bat back when my ute, um, uh, yeah, it ain't the same, and I couldn't hit that ball. Yeah. Uh, Terry jumps in. I can't wait for Zoe's softball team to start playing. I love coaching it. Uh, I, I enjoy watching women's softball every now and then. You know, they'll have it on ESPN. I'll, I'll pop in and watch one here and there. So I got a parenting question. So it's pretty understood here. I'm, I'm open about not being the greatest dad in the world, right? Uh, <laughs> how bad of a dad move is this? I am like suppressing my kids playing sports because I don't want it to jack up my weekends because That's, kids sports will a hundred percent. Every oh, friend I will. have that have kids my age, they're all, they spend all Saturday 
at a basketball tournament, at a soccer tournament, at some bullshit when, thing that they when my do. daughter when my daughter played soccer, uh, I had to miss multiple football games over and over and over again. It was every every Saturday in the fall, and I was like, "Why are we doing this in the fall? Like, why could we not?" I'm do telling this you, I'm telling. I, ref- I, I refuse. I have put my foot down. I am. We are not doing it as of right now, and I am the bad guy. But like one to twenty, like terrible dad or like well, I understand, but you probably should be better. I I understand you should probably be a little bit better, but you, hey, you've got a fantastic wife, and y'all could swap them things up and whatnot if it's an important game that you have to watch. Like you know, some of these I watched or I missed uh, Alabama playing like Western Kentucky. You know, I mean, it's oh yeah, whatever. Well, you know me, I don't but, care about the little. Usually, the, when a big boy's playing a little guy, I. I usually don't watch yeah. at all. I'll check the highlights if there are highlights. Uh, Michael said, kids sports will take over your life for sure. Nothing wrong with that, Chris. And uh, Terry said, it's all during the week in the city or just one game Saturday morning for softball. It's usually just one oh. Saturday game in Olive Branch. Uh, Matt said, he's coaching soccer this year. I have to make sure I get good and hammered in the parking lot beforehand. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, and then Michael Fritch uh, closing us out. What's up, fellas? Happy Friday. Do we have any weekend plans? Uh, we are prepping for the White Death. Is what yeah, we're, we're doing. getting a lot of snow here, and yeah. we had a lot of ice the last two days in uh, in the world in which we live. So we are going to, uh, uh, yeah, I've I've cooked a lot of meat. I cooked a brisket the other day, so I've got a bunch like divided up. I've got some of my bacon working, ready to go. I got some ribs. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw on the grill probably this weekend before uh, the White Death comes and gets us. You got it. If I can get over there, I, I will uh, be stealing some of that bacon, but we shall see. We shall see. All right, let's uh, let's let's close this thing up. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. That's where you can find all of our college football gambling content year-round over there. Obviously, next week uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, NCAA uh, National Championship odds for 2021. We'll be talking FCS playoffs, FCS uh, season beginning and whatnot. That's the first full weekend next week. So go over there. Make sure that you go to their YouTube page, SBR Picks. You can go search for it on YouTube. And make sure you subscribe there, like the videos, all that good stuff. We uh, we have a good one from last week, interview with Josh Pate from 247 Sports, along with uh, some other talk and whatnot. But we, we got a lot of topics to discuss this coming week as well. Uh, also, if you have not subscribed here, of course, the podcast, you can get it three times a week. Same with the video and whatnot. That will be changing eventually. I don't know when. Maybe it won't. I don't know. It, who knows? We'll figure it all out as we go. But make sure you just subscribe everywhere you need to be subscribed. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Twitter. Uh, we are on Facebook. We're everywhere else. So go and check that bad boy out. If there is nothing else, this has been a lot of fun, and, uh, and I think it's a good way to send us into the weekend. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, hopefully, you guys can cash some tickets this weekend. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.